0: What? All right. This is a double banger. Is it really? I think so. How do you mean? Well, we'll get into it.
1: You've been a man of pulling punches today, man. <laughs>
0: you
1: really? So? Yeah. You know, this is a double banger. How do you mean? I guess you're
0: gonna find out. Well, you know, I, I mean I, I I prefer not to uh oh, I prefer I know that not to there's certain things unveil
1: that we have to discuss here, and then there secrets. are certain certain things that, that are for that are for you know the content of the show and i completely understand that. Oh yeah. This is this is that. This I just is... thought i would deserve a hint, Mark.
0: Oh, well you'll get a hint. Okay. You'll get the whole you're going to get the whole goddamn shebang. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Are you ready to go full tilt on this fucking blondie I'm jam? Ready
1: to go full full nordic, i suppose.
0: It's going to be a it's going <laughs> to be a real wild one. Wild, wild one. one. Wild one. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule that is until now. I'm Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm feeling
1: all platinum blondish.
0: Ooh, yes. I
1: am. I used to be a redhead, but now I've gone I've gone all peroxide.
0: There you go. Yeah. You went from blonde redhead to blondie. <laughs> to blondie. Yeah, exactly. I guess we'll just jump right into it and say we are doing we're doing Blondie we're doing Blondie absolutely and we are doing uh, we're doing Blondie's hit song, one way or another.
1: It shouldn't have been <laughs> one way or another. This should not have been a hit song. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, man. I, how do you feel just off the top? Just just give me a, give me a. How do you feel off the top about this song?
0: Well, Seth, I told you prior to recording, okay. That this is a little bit of a double banger. This is an interesting. Oh, you did, one. you did. Uh, let's hear it. <clears throat> well, we'll get into it a little bit more here in a moment. But my okay. initial, my initial shock was listening to the lyrics, reading the lyrics, and being like, "What a fucking creep fest."
1: Okay. And, it is, and it is, yes, and
0: it is. Um, and uh, so we'll kind of let that sit for a minute. Um, your feeling was the same way.
1: Um, my feeling is I don't I like when I just hear the song. I don't like the song. It's like the it's the worst of all the Blondie songs that are popular. I mean, I just don't. It's I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it, very, it sounds very good. I don't think and then and then I dove into the lyrics in preparation for the show. show. Oh boy, you know it's just as bad on 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 many. It's bad on many
0: levels. Um, <clears throat> musically, um, I'm pretty into it. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. the The part that I don't like is the the ending yes part that sounds like some kind of weird fucked up carnival yes um
1: it um i think that the beginning the music at the beginning sounds like some cheesy 80s metal band like like did you ever see that that documentary for the band anvil (laughs) yes i think like anvil could have wrote that
0: beginning part i think it's just that silly and cheesy and stupid yeah i think it's very weak yeah um so yeah when when i I never really paid a super, super, lot of a cl- close attention to the lyrics. And then I did, and I was like, oh, this is, um, and we even mentioned it last episode. It has an ABBA feel to it, does it? A little
1: it? bit, yeah, but it's, see, ABBA's nice and sweet and disarming in the way that it sounds. This doesn't. This has, you know, this has an edge to it right from the get-go.
0: <clears throat> one way or another was inspired by one of Harry's ex-boyfriends who stalked her after their breakup. According to Harry, the boyfriend's constant calling and persistent stalking forced her to move out of New Jersey. The stalking had taken place in 1973 when Harry was a member of the Stilettos. Harry's former bandmate, Elda Gentile, recalled, it was freaking us all out, especially Chris Stein. Um, She explains, I was actually stalked by a nutjob, so it came out of a not-so-friendly personal event but I tried to inject a little bit of levity into it to make it more lighthearted. I think in a way that's a normal kind of survival mechanism, you know, just shake it off, say one way or another and get on with your life. Everyone, everyone can relate to that. And I think that's the beauty of it.
1: So, well, that sheds a new light on this. Song. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: the first, the first kind of eye opener is the lyrics, which we'll get to here in a second. Yeah. And you go, wow, that song is fucking creepy. The second eye opener Is that you realize that the song isn't her being creepy? The song is her giving you
1: it's her reaction view
0: of the yeah exactly of her kind of dealing with this triggering event.
1: Kind of puts the song in a whole new damn light. It does. I mean, this is this is what happens on this show, man. It is. Is that we we see it things in all like for instance with uh, uh, Agnetha's. You know, whole, uh, you know, uh, her revelation about the guy that, you know, stalked her for many years and she finally got worn down from him. That put Take a Chance on Me in a whole new light. This happens all the time on this show. I came in here with one definite view of, oh, it's just uh, a creep fest lyrics, you know, lyrically of, you know, her, uh, someone's obsession. It's not. It's trying to turn the tables on a very personal and possibly dangerous or scary situation. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's
0: it makes sense. I mean, it's um, you know, it's it's what we it's it's a lot like what we went through with Train, oh. where <laughs> I hate to bring it up. The ending might not be the same, but, no, no, a, little no. bit, but, but a little bit, but a little bit. Yeah, it's you think, oh, here's this woman writing a song about like her being too into one of her exes, and then you find out actually this is her going, you know, looking through the eyes of her former stalker right and what she feels like he was going through but let's let's go ahead and step back for a little bit yeah because yeah, we right kind of and... you know this is kind of like the timeline of a quentin tarantino movie oh it sort of we, is we've started we should... in the middle now we're going back to the intro we
1: should talk about De- uh, 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 debbie i should say the band debbie blondie <laughs>
0: yes yeah um blondie this is from their 1978 album parallel lines hmm it was um, the fourth North American single from Parallel Lines.
1: Just an uh, album chock full of hits. And some good ones. Oh, yeah. And some good, yeah.
0: Most notably, probably, is Heart of Glass. Heart
1: of Glass. Call Me, The Tide is High, which is a cover, but mm-hmm. still a really the good... Paragons. Exactly. A really, really good cover.
0: Yes. <clears throat> yes, yes. Very, very good. And, I mean, Blondie is a... A very uh, good band, uh, trivia wise. One Christine. of the best-known things is um, that Rapture, their song, was the first song to have rapping in it yep widely considered um I think, she was dropped, it the
1: first one to chart with a rap yeah, yeah or exactly. chart or
0: go to number one something like something that something like but, that yeah and she she name drops Fab Five Freddy mm-hmm. um so you know she was actually name dropping other people like in the in the rap community at the time right so uh very very cool um Blondie themselves uh just a very good you know power pop um you know punk-ish punk-inspired band um with Debbie Harry, the singer, and Chris Stein, guitarist, that were both um, the two founding members.
1: Does it, it serves to mention that they were big parts, a, a big part of that, you know, um, mid to late seventies New York uh, art scene that included, you know, television, the Talking Heads, uh, the Ramones were in there, even though they were a little bit different. But just a, a, of that, that's an ex- as far as for art and music together, one of the most important scenes that you could possibly have been connected to mm-hmm. was this you know they all played at cbgb's at that time and there wasn't you know there wasn't like this this cohesive oh the music has to sound like this it was very much a free-for-all very much a you know a let's see you know what weird stuff what strange stuff we can come up with it was a it was a stew like you've been so uh, uh prone to use it was a stew of different kinds of music <clears throat> uh,
0: a really really great scene to have been a part of, and a lot of um, a lot of appreciation of and borrowing from black music, mm-hmm. and giving them credit the, the credit that they should have gotten. Yeah, um, and that's kind of where I was going at a little bit with the uh, the Fab Five Freddy name drop in Rapture, mm-hmm. not trying to be like this is rap and I made it up. No, um, you know, a lot of rep- appreciation for yeah. So a lot of a lot of disco, a lot of reggae and rap Pop, music influence rock everything yep yeah um, so you know fantastic uh fantastic band and um and a lot of fantastic songs and I'll be honest with you I mean I think this song is great and I definitely have a newfound appreciation of
1: the um of the uh the the four songs that we mentioned it's the one that I liked the least always it's I mean I know uh that a lot of people really love this song a lot of people are into it it's just not one that I thought you know, was uh, The catchiest I mean, Call Me Oh my god Is great mm-hmm. um, Tide is high I, I love that song Oh yeah That's such I mean, a it's great, all great Great song Heart of Glass I think is a great, great song Yep This is just the one On that uh, Of that series of hits That just didn't catch me All that much I just didn't really like it But, you know To each his own So another Here's a triple
0: layer for you Go for it Many years after the song Was written Debbie Harry revealed that she was almost kidnapped by notorious serial killer Ted Bundy. What? Who lured her into his car in New York. It was in the early 70s, and I was trying to get across town at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. This little car kept coming around and offering me a ride, and I kept saying no, but finally took the ride because I couldn't get a cab. I got in the car, and the windows were all rolled up except for a tiny crack. This driver had an incredibly bad smell to him. I looked down, and there were no door handles. The inside of the car was stripped. Hmm. The hairs on the back of my neck just stood up. I wiggled my arm out the window and pulled the door handle from the outside. I don't know how I did it, but I got out. He tried to stop me by spinning the car, but it sort of helped me fooling myself out. Afterwards, I saw him on the news. Ted Bundy.
1: What? Kind of... Well, I mean, the the little car, everything that he did was in a Volkswagen. He he did own a Volkswagen. I know that I'm kind of, you know, educated when it comes to Ted Bundy and the things that he did. Um, and his path kind of followed from uh, the Pacific Northwest, Seattle area, down to Colorado, eventually to Florida. You know, that was kind of the path that he took. I did not know that he ever at any time had visited or attempted any abductions in New York City. So that's kind of a... That's throwing me for a curve there. <clears throat>
0: yeah, it you know I mean? was. Uh, it threw me for a curve as well. It was pretty. Uh,
1: not saying that this didn't happen. I have no doubt that it did. I just wonder if it really was Ted Bundy. You know.
0: Yeah. Most I, she, women when she they, seems to uh, she seems to be pretty sure.
1: Most um, women when they mention Ted Bundy, the first thing that they mention is that he was good looking. Yeah. You know, it's like the first thing out of their mouths.
0: Well, I don't know how easy it was to see him at three o'clock in the morning. In a um, what, yeah, in, like, a, in a dark know. car that was stripped out or whatever, especially when you get in, you're like, this motherfucker smells, and you look down and see the car is Everything... stripped out, and you're just, like, not looking at the guy necessarily, I think, to, like, be like, oh, he's hot. Yeah. Also, even if she thought he was attractive, thank God she didn't say that, because it always weirds me out when people go, this guy fucking ate all these dudes and stuff? What a hottie. It's like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's... <coughs> Kind of a weird flex to like it that's talk about how hot they are. It
1: is weird, but that's just the they said that he had like a, a an, an unusual charm to him, you know, uh, Ted Bundy. Is he's, yeah. he's an odd guy, man. He's a really, really odd guy. Definitely an odd serial
0: killer. I kind of feel like you have to be at least a little strange when uh when you're killing people a lot.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> self satisfaction for whatever impulsive need. Mm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. do have to be.
0: At least a little bit. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should go over. I know that um that Debbie uh Harry mentioned that recording the song was uh was rather difficult. Um uh-huh. and you know that especially makes sense when you're kind of, you know, told um privy to
1: the inside information.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Specifically that she would um try and make a couple, you know, try and take a, do a couple of vocal takes. And, you know, the producer, um, one of the other things that has to be stated is the vocal performance in the song and how it kind of gets more and more uh, wild as the song goes along. Yeah, it does. And all of that is uh, is definitely on purpose. Like, the producer was, you know, Building pretty...
1: into a frenzy, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The singer was pretty, or the uh, producer, rather, was pretty insistent on wanting to get, you know that kind of like uh, that kind of reaction out of her mm-hmm. um, most of the song was written by um, the bassist and uh, Debbie Harry just started coming up with stuff and off to the races yeah uh, they just start going wild um, I think we can probably um, we can probably get well started I do there. have
1: to mention one other thing this is just kind of a personal thing um, Debbie Harry played, uh, was in one of my favorite movies of all time, which is the 1988 John Waters Hairspray movie, mm. which is just an excellent movie, top to bottom. <clears throat> really, really great. She played Velma Von Tussle, um, uh, Amber Von Tussle's mom. She was really great in it. She worked, uh, she was alongside Sonny Bono, uh, in that movie. Perfect. It was really, really great. And that's how I'm always going to remember Debbie Harry. Just have to say
0: yeah um and that's not a bad way to remember her i'm I sure don't think so. <laughs> i'm sure she'd be fine with that song facts real quick just right before we get into it, the lar- mm-hmm. lyrics are very dark and go into detail about a guy with evil intentions but the music is very light and catchy which masks the meaning of the song yeah and that again is the the initial reason that we did this song but uh how exciting that all this other stuff came up and we got to talk about her almost getting uh taken by uh Taken by Ted Bundy. It's also in a load of fucking movies. This song, yes, TV it shows is. Shows and movies, tons and tons, including Sabrina.
1: So, really, the teenage, the teenage witch. witch. Wow.
0: Yeah. Hey.
1: Oh, it doesn't surprise
0: me. It's been in a million things. Um. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. One way or another, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. One way or another. I'm going to win you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Do we want to stop there? Should uh, I do the whole pretty, first verse? I mean, it's
1: pretty straightforward. And, and I, you know, I had so many things that I thought might have been uh, that this might have, you know, uh, uh, been that that might have inspired this. You know, that, that like w- what's she thinking? What's going through her head? Now I know what's going through her head. Mm-hmm. Kind of took the wind out of what I had pre- prepared. But that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a good thing. I mean... And this is pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you. Yeah. I'm going to win you. I'm going to get you. There's not a whole lot here uh, to uh, glom onto necessarily. How Uh, could I put this guy's psyche into a beat that matches the lyrics?
1: I mean, how could I put this guy's psyche into lyrics that match the beat?
0: Right. Here we go. One way or another, I'm going to see you. I'm going to meet you, meet you, meet you, meet you one day maybe next week i'm going to meet you i'm going to meet you i'll meet you okay all right well i mean again here we are i mean i'm giving i'm giving
1: uh old debbie the benefit of the doubt she probably hit the guy right on the nose i mean as far as you know figuratively figuratively yeah i mean she she probably nailed it you know yeah um, i would think
0: yeah this is um this is also kind of hearkening back to my Sharona like like it or not you're gonna meet me yeah this is this is gonna be a thing um except she didn't end up eventually marrying Michelle. no she didn't get worn down she she ended up moving to fucking out of New Jersey
1: yeah she stood her ground
0: I will drive past your house and if the lights are all down I'll see who's around. Eek. Mm -hmm. This is before the age
1: of night vision
0: goggles. And, you know, I just want to say, and this is not to say that men who have been stalked are in any less danger or it's any, uh, any less serious of an offense or anything. But I will say that Initially, when I read it as her being the the person, it mm-hmm. being a woman, right, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty obsessive. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty crazy." But when I read that it was actually supposed to be from the standpoint of a man that was doing this to her, right, it took a much much more sinister.
1: It really did for me you. too. Just now finding all this out, yeah,
0: yeah, and I that may say more about me, um, than it does about uh anything else um i think knowing what we know in you know and the patterns that exist uh
1: it, it i don't think it does mark i think that uh you know we're just we're, we're smart people you know and 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 recognize you know that certain things that there are certain things that that happen that you know you have to lend yourself over to believing because there's been a precedent yeah you know and this is one of them so
0: The first of three locations the stalker, or conversely the victim going after the stalker, would search for the victim. First the house, later while moving around, and eventually getting bolder in a crowded place like the mall, even invading the privacy of her or his phone calls. Had it been written now, internet stalking would have been added. I don't know why they decided they had to add that. I don't know. um, But yeah, I will drive past your house and the lights are all down. I'll see who's around. Um, what do you think I'll see who's around (coughs) means? I think that, um, what year, let me
1: ask you, what year did this come out? Let's, let's find that out. This song
0: came out in 1978.
1: Okay. So we're looking at, um, we're looking at around the same time as David Berkowitz. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. We're look. That's what we're looking at. So Uh, the song was actually released
0: in '79 as a single, '78 as an album.
1: Yeah, but um, that you know that uh, we're looking at around, uh, not far after Berkowitz was uh, began his shootings in '76. So I can't help but think, yeah, '77 was when he was finally caught. That we're looking at, uh, you know, she's she's thinking. Uh, she's probably thinking comparatively, you know, this guy that's stalking me, probably putting him in the same light as, as as Berkowitz, the son of Sam guy, drive past your house, see if the lights are all out and see who's around. Those are all hallmarks of what
0: he did. You know, I mean, do you think they're seeing who's around because they're going to try and get into the house? Do you think they're seeing yeah. who's around because he's going to jerk off in his car?
1: No, I think it's see who's around because I'm going to find a way to get get to you and get to meet you and. You know, if there's nobody there, I'm gonna come inside. You know, I'm 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 ready to come in. You I know? also
0: thought it could possibly be seeing if there's anyone in there with you. Could um, be because you know that's yeah, well, even more creepy behavior. Yeah.
1: Well, it lends it over to this show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah.
0: One way or another, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. One way or another, I'm gonna win you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> well.
0: Hmm. You sound like a dog. She's kind of like, kinda like taking a.
1: She's kind of like taking a. It's almost like she's like letting off the gas lyrically. I'm going to win you. Like mm. suddenly puts him in, you know, some. It, it, that kind of gives it a. Gives it a. I put him into a positive light as in he's trying to woo me, like win me, you know. And I don't, now that I know what I know, I don't want to look at it that way.
0: Well, I think that it's in the same vein as the first verse where he's saying, I'm going to meet you. Like, One day, like, maybe like, next week. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you want to be mine. Like, the the mindset that he has is, I am going to make you, like, pumped to be with me. It's just right. a matter of me, like, getting to you. And making you realize that I'm the one. Right. And it's fucking just creepy.
1: See all these uh all these choruses go out the window with that first verse. You know, of of any positivity at all. I'm gonna drive past your house, see if the lights are down and who see who's around. All that's all that positivity that you could maybe misconstrue from the from the choruses is gone out the window with that first verse.
0: Yeah. I mean it really is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds creepy, but maybe like uh innocent enough like ooh, i just i want to know that person and yeah and the choruses yeah yeah
1: yeah well actually i think later on but we'll get to that yeah yeah
0: um one way or another i'm gonna see ya i'm gonna meet ya meet ya meet ya meet ya one day maybe next week i'm gonna meet ya i'll meet ya ah so i mean more of this (laughs) What else can we say about it? Yeah. I mean, it's more of just it's like... more straightforward. You know, and I guess one thing that we haven't really talked about, really, is one way or another is, I think that when you just kind of say it and it rolls off the tongue, it kind of sounds, when she was talking about, like, bringing levity to it, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like, oh, well, one way or another almost kind of is like a half ass like... Passive thing, but one way or another, as kind of a threatening, like we can do this the easy way, yeah, or we can do this the hard way, yeah. One way or another, I'm gonna meet you, right. One way or another, despite I'm what gonna you think, my way. I'm yeah. gonna get you, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like that's a little, you know, that's that's far more frightening, yeah. And
1: it's like I'm gonna cage you if <laughs> Jesus
0: the lights are all out. I'll follow your bus downtown See who's hanging out
1: as if she couldn't make that first verse. I mean we're gonna count these as the verses. you know what I mean? Oh well, as this if, is listed
0: as a chor- as chorus too.
1: Oh, is that is it really? It is okay. The
0: one way or another, parts are listed as the verses, and the and if the lights are all out, parts okay it, it, are they listed just, as choruses. They
1: seem to be like verses. It seems to be written like verses to me, like the with the chorus opening, but because the the choruses have their own specific content as opposed to the rep- repetition of your typical chorus. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: so the core so, the, the the song does have a pretty weird um structure. Structure. Yes, it does. It just seems like you said kind of just have like a long verse sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, for for what it's worth. So um, if
1: we're saying verse chorus no matter what this just kind of re reinforces the frightening, frightened, the, the the scariness, the scariness of the first one. I'll drive past. I mean, let's put this together. I'll drive past your house. I'll see if the lights are down. I'll see who's around. And if the lights are all out, I'll follow your bus downtown. I'll see who's hanging out. I think he's wanting saying, I'm going to see who's around you so that I can get you alone.
0: So I can get you. Yeah, I'll so get I'll you. get
1: you. And get you, get you, get you, get you. Yeah, that's that's. Th- I think we've taken away all doubt with that second verse chorus, whatever we're gonna call it. You know, mm-hmm. we'll call we'll go ahead and call it the chorus.
0: Uh, and then here we have a little instrumental bridge. It's called, mm-hmm. which I really like. Right. Um, you know, it's got some cool guitar work. It's got that '80s power pop, um, you know, rock thing. It sounds kind of knackish. You know, it's it does. Got, yeah. Oh yeah. It's got that power pop. Yeah. Punky edged. Uh, sound It's
1: definitely their edgiest sounding song, I think.
0: Um, and it eventually leads know, back up good, to though. one way or another. I'm going to lose you. I'm going to give you the slip. Now, this is interesting because it's uh, it's basically turning, the lyrics are kind of turning now to be from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing. Because if all of the other lyrics are from the point of view of the stalker, hmm this is you know, I'm gonna lose you. I'm gonna give you the slip must be her. Um, now we have kind of conflicting reports here uh-huh. I have a slip of the lip or another mm-hmm. and your lyrics say a slip of the hip the hip yeah or another right and on a on a on a listen, mm-hmm. it sounds a little bit more like she says hip yeah, definitely um and it's I mean I think both of them, are kind of weird. Um, I will give you, uh, what it says here in, uh, genius for, I'm going to give you the slip, a slip of the lip or another, um, a tongue in cheek wordplay on slip after losing him or in parallel, she is going to escape, give him a slip, a play of smoothly sliding or gliding away. Then she will use her words as she does throughout the lyrics. Even though slip of the lip, just like slip of the tongue, means an accidental verbal mistake, the end of the sentence or another may indicate that she would could have meant slap, slit, or other violent acts. I don't really no, know. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, I think that's another one of those like where they're looking too deep in. Yeah, right. I think she may be saying a slip of the lip or a slip of something else. I, 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 I don't know. It's it's kind of a strange. Or a slip of the hip, or another.
1: I don't. And let's see if that's some sort of strange colloquialism. How about that?
0: Yeah, that works. Um, I'm gonna lose ya. I'm gonna trick ya. I'll trick ya. One way or another, I'm gonna lose ya. I'm gonna trick ya, trick ya, trick ya, trick ya. <laughs> One way or another, I'm gonna lose ya. I'm gonna give you the slip. So this is just basically saying over and over again, I'm going to get away from you, which she took a whole verse to say, which I, I don't really understand why you need to take a whole verse to say that. But I guess she's also using two whole verses to say, I'm going to get you. Hmm. I'm going to get you. I'm going to meet you. I'm going to get you. I going to love you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Um, so.
1: I think maybe she was, according to Urban Dictionary, hip slips were a pair of uh, slip-on shoes specifically worn by hipsters. Shit, I've never heard of them, but maybe that's something from the 70s that me and you were never aware of. So maybe she was just talking about putting on her hip slips and trying to get away. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, But, you know, that's what, uh, that's when I I, kind of Googled slip of the hip. That was the first thing that popped up, other than, you know, medical references to the femoral head popping out of the hip, you know. Yeah. So
0: that very well that will very well could be the case. Could i be
1: I'm maybe I don't know. Who the hell knows?
0: Yeah. Uh then we have the fucking part I was talking about, the fucking
1: Oh yeah, you're
0: Dee uh, <speaking in> do dee do dee do do sounds like a fucking uh British siren car- carnival <laughs> <Yeah>. from <laughs> hell. <Yeah. laughs> uh I'll walk down the mall stand over by the wall where I can see it I'll find out who you call lead you to the supermarket check out specials and rat food get lost in the crowd
1: <laughs> all right here's one we can really take <laughs> apart right here this was not so on the service I'll walk down the mall
0: oh, yeah. she is from New Jersey the land of the shopping mall so it know. is it's kind of weird that the whole song takes point of view from from the stalker but there's this little verse where it goes through the point of view of the stalky yeah it's kind of
1: it's kind of strange talking about the previous one the one way or another i'm gonna lose you yeah yeah and then it comes which well i mean but this is our job to figure out mark this little chorus right here. I'll walk down the mall. Which which point of view is this?
0: This is, I think, half and half. So oh, really? the, I'll walk down the mall, stand over by the wall where I can see it. I'll find out who you call as a stalker, and mm-hmm. then the stalky is lead you to the supermarket checkout. Some specials and rat food get lost in the crowd. Is her
1: okay? So we're probably we're we're going through the the throes of some sort of fugitive style chase. Where you have Tommy Lee Jones and and Harrison Ford. He wasn't me, he was the one-armed man. Exactly. He's the one-armed man, and he's, I, I don't know. I'll walk down the mall. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you're going to, you know, I'll walk down the mall, stand over by the wall. Stand <laughs> I saw her in the food
0: court. <laughs> Yeah, that was when those, I put on my binoculars. <laughs> yeah, those some specials and rat food that. Well, I mean, we we got
1: to get through the where I can see it all. Find out who you call. How's he going to find out
0: who she's going to call if he's standing on the wall? Yeah. And this isn't the days of uh, cell phones. This no. Is, yeah. What has he got? Like a pair of binoculars and he's yeah, and watching he's, the numbers she's punching.
1: That's my point. Exactly. Is. Yeah, there's no. This like way may be.
0: The, actually, this may be the time of rotary phones. Could be. Do we have 70s, listeners okay. that even know what a rotary phone is? I
1: I'm sure we do. I'm sure some people out there know who rotary Could phones are. I mean, I, I've used a rotary phone in my life. I know what they are. <coughs> but then the let's lead you to the supermarket checkout. What yeah. is this supermarket sweep? Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I, I guess. I guess now she's gone to the supermarket, and he's some specials her.
1: and rat food. Mark, have you ever been to a have you ever been to a a, a supermarket that sp- sells rat food uh, I have not yeah so where is she going with this get lost that's it she's trying to throw him Hey I got some rat food over here when he goes to look at it I'm she's going the other way lost him in the crowd he's like he's like what really rat food in the supermarket what oh, where'd she go? <laughs>
0: You know? Yeah, I, I still don't understand. So this is what it says about the rat food line. Okay. Either with a detailed description how she is going to give him a slip or a derogatory put-down, bringing him to the point of eating rat food. Mm. Since rat describes a lower form of mammals anyway, uh, a lower mm. form of life, he deserves that type of lower food. Mm. Why would she buy him food? Yeah. Even this rat end, food,
1: man. There, it is easy to get lost in that. Please one line.
0: do not get into an Abba situation, <laughs> Debbie Harry. Please do not buy this man any food. <coughs> no, unless no. it's rat poison. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Can you even get rat food at the supermarket?
1: That's what I said. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a supermarket where you can get any food for your pet other than cat food or 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 dog food. I person. mean, have you ever seen rat food at a at a supermarket? This I'm person sure also says
0: it is, it is the ultimate put down a <laughs> way to declare victory oh. over the stalker. The that's, ultimate put down. That's uh.
1: really when you you know stick your heart <laughs> you know or won. stick your sword in the heart of your stalker is when you fed them rat food. When
0: you when you bought them for it. Oh when yeah, you, you just, just purchase. The
1: purchase is all it takes, Mark. Uh
0: yeah. yeah. Some specials and rat food get lost in the crowd. Well, I mean, maybe she's got a pet rat. Maybe she's uh Maybe. Maybe she's just saying. I yeah. just went and got some stuff and got the fuck out. She's at, and...
1: the, at the checkout line and she's like, "Hurry up! I got a stalker. I need this rat food now." And,
0: and then, then here at the yeah, and then here at the end we got the one way or another. I'm gonna get you. This is what I, I don't get like you, get about you, get this get song, Mark. You what this this whole
1: ending it definitely
0: goes on And
1: Mm. And can i say another thing that i don't like about the song sure is when she's doing the and if the lights are all out you know the couple weeks ago we talked about how the the drums followed the guitar at the end of my sharona Mm -hmm. the guitar is following her voice in this I just don't like the way it sounds. I, it, it's just I'm not a fan of it. It doesn't sound good to me. I don't know why, but I don't know. Other people like it.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not my thing. Yeah, I, I I hear you. I I don't think it's the greatest song on the face of the planet, but um, I think uh, I've
1: I've heard worse. Mark, I've definitely heard worse. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, she also did a version of this song on the Muppet ba- with the Muppet Band. Really yes god i'd like on to the see, I can show? see that
1: i got disney plus i can go home and find it
0: yeah uh, and i mean what a fucking weird uh song to do with for muppets. the fucking muppet show
1: <laughs> maybe she had the rats from the muppets dancing next to her and she's singing about the rat food and they're all like ah you know they're like a rat band
0: <laughs> nine comments on song facts including such wonderful hits as E, <laughs> another stalker song to add to my list
1: E as in yay or E as in ew.
0: E-e-e-e-e. Um, Debbie talks about her stalker ex-boyfriend in platinum blonde. He worked at a job where he was inhaling chemical fumes all day and then would drink at night so he'd get really insane and then he'd start after me. You mean call you every hour on the hour or physically come after you? Both. I mean everything. He was so wild I had to move out of New Jersey. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then someone said uh more like more more like about a girl with evil intentions. no no, and, and this is well, and this is the thing <coughs> I'm not gonna tell someone how to deal with their issue um because Debbie Harry and whoever should do whatever it takes. but I will say it is, you know, it was without without digging without taking a deeper dive, I was just in the impression this was her. <laughs> talking about doing this at
1: the beginning. Yeah. You know, at, I yeah. was like,
0: Oh, Debbie Harry's a little bit of a fucking weirdo. A wacko, and then man. I read and I was like, Oh, Oh, she's talking about someone who's a weirdo. It gives it a great depth. Yeah, it does. It but, does. But the thing is, is that most people don't chase it down. I didn't. Yeah. it's. I, mean, I, I just took that as a song
1: that I wasn't, you know, a huge fan of. So I'm not going to pay much attention, especially
0: when this song came out. It was not very easy to find out what songs were about. No. You know, yeah.
1: And... Um, uh, are we gonna do that last you know long chain of one no. way or anothers? I mean I do want to just say just to, 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 to fill our, to fill out you know what we're supposed to do Please. here that it is a long series of one way or another, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you, get you get you. where I can see it all, find out who you call. Now mm-hmm. that 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 you're you're getting get one two three four five six seven almost seven of those.
0: That's a recall of the the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Go down to the mall. Yeah, and uh, trying to. Uh... But
1: the where I can see it all, find out who you call. Another one with the binoculars, maybe watching, seeing what number she's dialing. I don't know, um, but uh, but it it definitely. I came into this show, Mark with a vision of what this song was that was extremely shallow and finding out more, well, I can appreciate it more, which is good, which is shit, what we're
0: here for, man. Songmeetings.com, their, um, their comment section is a little weirder. Uh, A lot of people... Please go right ahead, Mark. A lot of people, gotta love Stalkers. (laughs) Winky face. Christ. Um... Winky. Yeah. Uh... And then uh, a bloody brilliant or bloody brilliant, a classic. I was expecting a zillions of comments on a legendary song such as this. Uh, this song scares me. It's probably the ultimate stalker song. That's, wow. Okay.
1: Uh, so we got We do have somebody new, that actually thought this through. Stalking before, before
0: stalking was fashionable. Huh. And <laughs> fashionable. And then there's then there's this fucking. Uh, insane comment at the time much like sexual harassment stalking was not on the radar screen what someone wanting to meet a hot looking guy or girl was and still is this was slash is not a sinister song it's an upbeat song someone would sing when he's lusting after someone and wants to be a part of her life
1: what kind of fucked up human yeah uh man yeah. What, is that, what is that song meanings or song facts or genius? This is song meanings. Once again, reiterating my faith in
0: humanity. Humanity, Just really uh, just. Oh, yeah, someone had to comment and say, no, this song is about stalking. <laughs> she, she, she was. Let's straighten your ass out. Let's, you know, hopefully yeah, you'll take this to very, heart. She was very, very scary. Yeah. Uh, sure. She was very, very scared. Um, it was written about Debbie Harry's ex-boyfriend who wouldn't leave her alone a fantastic song I'd like to have Debbie Harry stalk me that'd be good times Monday Tuesday happy days Thursday (laughs) Friday happy (laughs) days. I mean Jesus (laughs) that'd be good times Saturday what a day day. stalking all week for you Debbie Harry stalking you
1: these (laughs)
0: days
1: are stalking she's stalking me those stalking stalking days
0: (laughs) Uh, don't think it is stalking. It's toying with someone's mind. Right. Like, that's okay. Yeah, that's totally... um... Your Honor, this is different. (laughs) This isn't isn't stalking. I'm just toying with her mind. All right. Case closed. (laughs) We can all go home now. (laughs) Everything's okay. Yeah, we're good here. Yeah, yeah, uh, because at first, she's looking for him slash her, then being aloof. going to give you the slip. And this is the confusion about the change of point of view, is that Uh it's like... You know, oh, that's I, not what she really meant, Your Honor. Right. Yeah, exactly. And this is kind of, you know, again, it's like the change of point of view and stuff like that kind of, you know, if you have a seventh grade education like this guy clearly does, <laughs> then you can't understand the idea of, like, change in perspective. Right. Um, Mark, you're
1: really talking down about seventh graders. I mean, you, that guy needs to be cast to the depths of elementary or preschool. I man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh eh.
0: Uh, I think yeah. someone used a Swiffer to sweep up most of the comments, and that's why there aren't more. All right. Well,
1: that's a good thing, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, it was on a Swiffer commercial, apparently. It was. That's right. It was. <laughs> that's why someone wrote that. Oh, be Harry
1: milking it for all it's worth.
0: What a what a bummer that the <coughs> song was used about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to think, I, u- I used to thought it was simply about a crush. I used to thought. Until I finally paid attention to the lyrics. It's, def- it's def- definitely about a stalker. It's creepy, yet it's still cool. I like it.
1: I used to thought, you should have been paying attention to grammar school, man. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um, yeah, when I first heard the song, I didn't pay any attention to the lyrics. Then I realized it was stalking. That's why we do this, you yeah. know? Please listen.
1: Please get straightened out. Please (laughs) let's put things into perspective.
0: I get that she's basically a stalker and that she's obsessed, blah, blah. But the third verse of so the tables have turned, she's being stalked or at least wants to give them the slip. LOL. Smiley face. So this is again. It's it, it's yeah. The... it re- when you read it, you go, why all of a sudden is the stalker that I've been hearing from the point of view for the whole song going to give someone the slip? And you have to, you know, if again, if you don't stop and think about it for a minute, I
1: have a challenge to our listeners to please go out there and find somebody, some great writer or poet in antiquity that has found a better way of saying the masses are confused. They're not getting the point. Mm-hmm. You know, most people, are, basically, the, the, most people are dum-dums. Please find some poetic way. Somebody from antiquity that's wrote something saying, you know, that, that says it better than I do. You know, because that's all I can think is, Jesus Christ, there are so many morons when it comes to, yeah. you know, what is the point of this? What is, you know, What are you getting? What's the meaning that you're getting from this? Especially when you're privy to all the information about it. Yep. And you're still
0: and it and it should be it should it should compute so easily. So now I'm curious to know what's your creep factor here?
1: Now Man, it's interesting.
0: This is an interesting one yeah. for creep factor. Because we're we're kinda, you know, are you looking at it from
1: the songwriter's perspective? Mm. Or are you looking at it from the, you know, the 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 person that she's writing about? Mm. You know, I mean, are you looking at it from the there's, there's all kinds of ways. You're right. We, we could look at it from the songwriter's perspective from the time that she's writing this, you know, putting it down, getting her feelings out to the songwriter who has to take this to the people that she's working with mm-hmm. and fit it into a song. Because let's face it, Mark, this is a happy rockin' song. It is. This is a happy rocking song.
0: Bam, bom, bam, bom,
1: bam, bom, and bam, 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 The only parts that really slip down into that creepy, you know, in the, into the super creepy part is the. The chorus. That, uh, yeah the chorus so to speak yeah the that you know the I, will I disagree
0: with th- you I mean those verses don't <clears throat> sound creepy but the one way or another I can't overstate how creepy it is to just say one way or another this stuff is going to happen Yes It doesn't sound as creepy but it's it the, sounds, the message
1: is almost creepier It sounds but you have to take into context the the mess the messenger Yeah you know how is it you know you have to take that into context what is she trying to you know it sounds creepy so it, therefore there has to be a creep factor to the song oh for sure how this high does it have zero. to go this is not a zero there's no way in hell she's experienced that this is this is creepiness is now part of her life mm. she's experienced it she mm. knows it you know and I, so I think it's fair to
0: say every woman has experienced it.
1: And... Every woman that has lived alongside men in society have yeah. experienced it. Maybe even with women. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know. I can't. I, the last thing I'm ever going to do on this show is speak for women. Yeah. You know. But good call. But yeah, exactly. But um, or tell them what to do with their bodies. But that's going way too deep. I'm sorry. Um, especially in Texas. But anyway, um, I, I gotta. It's gotta stay under a five. Okay. It's got to stay under a 5 just because we've had we've done so many songs where we heard, you know, in the case of ABBA, a woman that took it too far, in the case of Rod Stewart, definitely Wang Chung. That's all I'm going to call him from now on, is Wang Chung. Mm-hmm. Um it took it too far, you know. And and those, you know, those those Ring True. It's it's got to stay it, 4.7.
0: That's damn close to what I'm going to rate it. Um, Again, I think that there's, there are so many different things at play here. Um, The fact that the song was originally going to be about her being creepy, finding out that she's actually talking about the perspective of someone who is being a creep to her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do we look at this episode as a, wow, can you believe that these are the lyrics? Or do we look at it as the... Um, the vantage point of these are the lyrics, did you know why it was yeah. the way it yes. was? I'm going to give it a flat five. Okay. I'm going to give it right in the middle. Yeah. I'm going to say it's it's neither hell, heaven nor hell. Yeah. It's definitely got creepy stuff in it. It's about a creepy, a very creepy subject. Right. But not about her singing about it. It is about something that, it, you know, so I'm just going to put it right flat in the middle. Yeah. by By virtue of her
1: expressing this part of her life, it's taken a lot of the threat out of the song, you know? So that's what, mm-hmm. that's what brings it down so much is, you know, is that it's, it's just an expression of, of what she's went through. So, you know, but like you said, subject matter, it's gotta be yeah. in there. I know? mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: it's even, even if we knew from the jump that the song was her talking from the perspective of the guy, right? it's still about, stalking right right so there's got to be something and i mean we've had songs that were way less creepy that got like a one or a two right right so there was it was it was on the richter scale yeah um it
1: it it registered oh yeah there's no doubt about that yeah yeah
0: we felt yeah a couple pictures fell off the wall we had to brace ourselves yeah um, maybe ran to a door jam to a
1: yeah frame (laughs) jump i I was in the bathtub for a few (laughs) seconds yeah
0: so yeah we'll give it an even five next up Next up, we're uh, going to
1: tell our, our our listeners, for those of you out there that are paying attention, we love you. Yes. We love you so much. Please tell your friends. Tell their, Have them tell two friends. Come and listen to us on any of your favorite feeds. Next week, we're going to have something special. We're going to go over.
0: Grab your acoustic guitars, folks. <laughs> and this do your so... best Nuno Bettencourt impression as we do <laughs> more than words. And, oh, boy, what a sloppy mess. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is uh this is a song that joey patterson uh uh-huh. brought to my attention um she heard it and said what about more than words and i said holy shit yeah we- absolutely why did we not think of this before yeah that's
1: what you're here for listeners Indeed. that's what you're here for yes. please point we've had some other ones Can I just say that we had an, an, uh, I think it was suggested recently in an email or on Facebook or something like that, and it's one, I I, I have to say, I'm trying to dance around it because it's really bad. Little Girls by Oingo Boingo. Oh, yeah. More than a few people have suggested that in emails and on Facebook. It's going to have to be done. It's going to have to be be done, but I am not going to enjoy that one. That one's really,
0: ooh man. Yeah, it's one of those, or even like the fucking title. It's like... Oh boy! But you
1: remembered that the guy who played guitar is Nuno. Do you remember the guy who sang, Gary
0: Cherone? Gary Cherone. So ding 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 ding. And, <laughs> and I know that in large part, um, not just because I know a lot about music and stuff, but also because he was the uh, he was the third singer of Van Halen. Van Halen for just a little while. Yeah. Yes. Until they yeah. realized, wait a
1: minute, back up. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. They, <laughs> Why are we doing maybe this? Rethink this. This whole is a thing. drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might want to.
0: Uh, so in between uh now and uh next week, go ahead and uh pop in the hit um the hit album three, <laughs> I think was the album that this was on, um by uh by <laughs> extreme extreme uh three sides to every story was that the name of this album oh i don't we haven't even started researching this. when
1: i was a kid i saw the video and i knew all i needed to know about extreme through this video
0: yeah it may have been another album it wasn't porno graffiti because that was their hair metal album but uh there was maybe an album in between the two uh we'll we'll have that for next week just get ready for those breathy overtones (laughs) oh yeah this is gonna be fun oh yeah Yeah. we'll be back next week have a good one